So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. I know the version of me. Is she perverted like me? Would she go down? I gotta let that intro breathe a little bit, Carter. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's me, Chris Killingsworth. This is a podcast called Hosers. I'm joined by my colleague uh, here at Hosers Studio, Carter Lupel. Carter, how are you? What's going on, Chris? Good. I'm just gonna move the microphone a little bit closer to you. Thank you. What's going on, Chris? It's good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I'm back, bitch. <laughs> Um, and thank God, because the first episode you guys recorded was... Was it shit? It wasn't great. I didn't want to listen to it. The episode was good, but the audio was, uh, je ne sais quoi, if you know what I mean. Thomas got a brand new MacBook Pro, and he's still recording off of his fucking Linux Listen, I'm sure Thomas is a nice guy. (laughs) This Thomas guy you speak of, I'm not familiar with him, but... Never met him. Never met him. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, happy to be back. I heard the uh, episode with uh, Mike Stevens. I was dying laughing uh, a good chunk of the time. Thank you. It's also crazy that you guys think that I would be paranoid about you guys shit-talking me when I was oh, no. intimate with my wife for two weeks straight. <laughs> that was that was just our funny joke while we're not being intimate <laughs> here in our homes in the snow. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> there's no time for uh, intimacy when you have a king-sized bed at every place that you stay at. I guess that's true. Yeah, you have to find each other. Yeah. that space. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like we had such a good trip. But yeah, it was weird. You, we have like a queen size bed here with the dog sleeping in between us a lot of the time. We don't even get close to each other in bed that way. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't make love to my beautiful wife. What I am saying <laughs> is that <laughs> there's... Yeah, like there's just no room in the bed, right? Yeah. And then when you're on vacation and you got this king size bed, don't touch me. I yeah. need some fucking space right now. <laughs> you go um, to the north wing, I'll go to the south. Yeah, wing. I remember I said to Rob and I was like, "Babe, we didn't even cuddle last night." She's like, "Yeah, let's keep it that way." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, baby. I love you. You're wonderful." <laughs> let's keep it that way. <laughs> right? But uh, anyways, happy to be back. We're recording at my place tonight, so if you hear my dog fighting with Carter, that's par for the course for the most part. Um, But yeah, no, happy to be back. Um, Happy to have you. You guys did a good job. Thank you. Um, We didn't lose the business. No, you didn't lose the business, (laughs) which is good. Um, We have a couple things to talk about tonight. Uh, Thomas isn't joining us tonight. He's got some stuff going on, um, and that's okay because uh, it's it's kind of like how it was before. You and I, you and I can do a show just you and I. It's I better we, with Thomas. I think. I think. Whoa! Then we lasted how many episodes? Oh, we did. I think like the first twenty something episodes without Thomas. All by ourselves. Although Thomas was featured on a few of them, so yeah. that's it's the way that we like we'll it. Say twenty ish to be safe. Yeah, Hosers is a three man podcast, but uh, anyways, you get you get it. Um, but yeah, we had Mike Stevens on. I know that episode only went up yesterday, and then this episode will be up tomorrow That's probably okay. we're just flooding the content yeah dude. we're just letting everybody know about all the content we're planning to record again on saturday yeah absolutely so we're a on a roll a lot of shit coming making out. up for last time <laughs> uh, but yeah what's new with you man i know you had hockey tonight how did that go uh not bad it was um um there's a really funny joke and i don't know if i can say it on the podcast uh-huh okay so in case we have to clip it clip it at that end and uh, we're I, back that was a joke we couldn't tell on the air but just hockey know, was great. Hockey, hockey was, was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's That's new a, with you, buddy? Not much, man. I'm just like getting acclimated to life being back. It's weird. Like I had never, I think we talked about this, but I'd never been on a vacation that long in my life. So the idea of leaving work for two weeks and then coming back, it's like strange in a way. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, shout out to my job. They have they give me a good work life balance, so it's nice to not have to you know be bombarded with work while you're away. So that was positive. But yeah, um, I'm back, and I'm kind of getting getting used to it. Our our darling uh, little brother Sam, my little brother Sam, uh, stayed and watched the pets while we were gone, which was good. And uh, yeah, lots of stuff happened. I know a few people have asked me. Uh, a little bit about like where I was and what my vacation looked like. So I'm actually just going to quickly pull up my itinerary uh, from our trip and just quickly <laughs> let you know what we were doing each day so that they knew. Okay. We'll start there. So, so this is Chris's travel vlog. Episode. Yes. Yeah. And I've actually got some life hacks. Okay. Uh, some Disney hacks. Okay. If you will. <laughs> so I'll start by saying that Robin and I... Uh, we're really fortunate to go to Florida for our honeymoon for a couple of weeks. And um, Robin's friend, Drake, um, who's also my friend. Not the rapper from Toronto. Not the rapper, not Drizzy, not uh, not Jimmy. Uh, but he works at the Epcot Pav- uh, Canadian Pavilion and was able to give us free tickets pretty well the entire time we were there. So life hack one is... Have a friend at Disney. Have a friend at Disney. Easy as that. Simple as that. Everybody's got a friend who's like, eh, you know, they're they're like, I love Disney movies, but they like, you know what? <laughs> Let me get into that afterwards, because the fandom thing is, yeah, it's a little interesting. So just make sure that you got a friend. In me. Yeah, well done. That was very impressive. Thank you. So, Randy uh, Newman. No, I got it. Do you know he's got a song that's called about short people? Do you know no. that song? I'm gonna maybe that has to be the episode. I'm gonna put the. I'll put it in in a second, but the lyrics go: Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> it's oh my god! It's offensive. Yeah, it's very offensive. Uh, and I don't know his height, but I gotta imagine <laughs> he's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> So we uh, went to uh, West Palm Beach. Yeah. Um, and if, if you just ignore him, he, he'll go away, just so you know. He's wonderful, but we just got to act like he's not here. And okay. then he won't be jumping all, sniffing the microphone, yeah. ASMR that. My darling husky puck is having the time of his life. So we, told you. So we went to uh, West Palm Beach uh, which is uh, a beautiful place, and we stayed there for uh, a little bit. We stayed out in like the boonies yeah. of Palm Beach, so like our person at the Airbnb was like, uh, "Yeah, make sure you don't go any further than ten feet uh, from like the property because of the air quotes wildlife." <laughs> so you know what I did? You I got on the Google life. machine. <laughs> West Palm Beach snakes, because I'm fucking scared of them. I want nothing to do with snakes. And they got a combination of not only, like, rattlesnakes there, but they've also got the coral snake. Oh, wow. Do you know about that one? Yeah, I know the coral snake. Are you familiar? Yeah, the the poisonous coral snake. Yeah, the coral snake is red, yellow, and black. And as the short poem goes, red touch black, safe for Jack red touch yellow kill a fellow oh wow so i mean listen people come to this podcast for informed snake opinions and <laughs> let me just share with you quickly that uh that's that's kind of where kind of where we're at with things as far as that goes so you found out that they were there so we found out they were there didn't see a single snake the entire time we were there <laughs> let me share that nor did i see oh my god my dog is driving me nuts nor did I see a crocodile or an alligator the entire time that oh, we were there. Dang. So we were in West Palm Beach. Um, shortly thereafter, we end up going to Sunrise to see your Florida Panthers. Um, I did tweet about it a little bit on the Hosers Twitter. Um, West Palm Beach is great, um, but as you make your way further down in Florida, it's so hot. Um Sunrise was interesting because the BB&T Center where the Florida Panthers play is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, (laughs) Like, so we were like, oh, we should get gas because, you know, you go to a Leaf game and you're like, oh, I'm going to be 
in traffic waiting yeah. after the game, you know, I usually park at the Longos when yeah. I've gone to Leaf games, but like sometimes it's hard to do that and then you end up fucking sitting in this parking for this yeah. godforsaken amount of time. So I was like, oh, I should get a full tank of gas just in case we have to sit in traffic. The gas station is 15 minutes from the fucking rink. So it's like on the other side of Sunrise. Oh my God. So it's kind of a weird, weird little scenario. But the Panthers game was awesome. They won uh, 4 nothing, I believe. Uh, Bobrovsky saw like fucking 15 shots because Detroit <laughs> is so bad. And this is before Fabry came along and has been kind of lighting it up for them in the last little bit. But they were they were absolutely brutal. But Robin pointed out that Florida fans are interesting. It's not quite the time. Well, it's not the quite. It's not quite the time of year where the sun, like the sunbirds, the snowbirds are down there, right? So there were Canadians there, and it was a pretty packed arena. But I think that's largely just because Detroit's an original six team. Yeah, you know, there's probably some people down there who followed Detroit. There were a lot of Detroit jerseys. Yeah. Um, the we sat we we had good seats. A lot Shout of out to jerseys. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, Seat Geek. Oh, nice! Save ten dollars with promo code Hosers sixty nine four twenty. Um, yeah, we don't. We're not sponsored by them. We need, uh, we need a game time. I was gonna say. So funny about game time. Yeah. I could not get a, a tickets on the app. Really? I waited until an hour before the game started to try and get them through game time, and every time I tried to purchase it, it failed. Oh wow! So I ended up having to go through SeatGeek. But in any case, SeatGeek saved the day. They did save the day. Thank you. I did use my Puck Soup promo code. So everything <laughs> is cyclical. But um, yeah, it was weird. Like we went to this game. Um, the beer was fucking expensive. Not too different than a Leafs game. And I don't know if I just expected there to be no one there, but it was pretty packed. Yeah. We were in like the middle bowl. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, the people that sat in front of us were absolutely fucking awful. If I ever saw the person <laughs> again, I would throw them over. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of a. There were people because it's so cheap to go there. Oh yeah. People don't necessarily go to watch the. They do like the hockey games on the background, but this chick named Dee Dee. Shout out oh. to Dee Dee from Florida would not stop fucking talking the entire <laughs> hockey game. And I'm the type of person who, like, God save you if you're in a movie theater with me and you're talking, I will absolutely fucking decimate you in front of your <laughs> your your new girlfriend, your new boyfriend, your your mom, your kids, you're I don't like care. The Florida guy that shot a guy. I was Florida man. <laughs> you're Florida man. I was Florida man, straight up. <laughs> And, like, it was fucked because she just wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. And at first they sat down. She was there with her, her fiancé, and I learned all about them, oh, which is no. great, which I'll share that in a minute. And they talked about they were there with, like, another couple. Why do you go to a hockey game to... To talk. I, I just, I couldn't, like, listen, I get the, like, drinking, and it's, it's, it can be social, but she wasn't even watching the game. Yeah. And it was frustrating because... Go to the mezzanine if you want to be social. Like it. Yeah, it was just... It was really weird that they weren't really paying attention. Yeah. The only saving grace was that she wore a Scott Mellenby sweater. Oh, okay. And I was That's... like, okay, maybe she's cool. Maybe she's a fan. Yeah, but then progressively as the night went on, she just wouldn't stop talking. And her fiancé had alluded to the fact that she was like drinking Mickey's in the parking lot, but nice. more on that in a second. Mickey's. Mickey's. Yeah. So we go to the we go to the hockey game. We got Dee Dee chatting everybody's fucking face off, which was a real treat. Uh, and then this is a thing, eh? Yeah. Trying to play dead. Yeah, I know. I see that. So she won't stop talking. <laughs> And the conversation varies from we just got engaged recently, we're planning our marriage, her talking about what she wanted to do for her bachelorette party, oh and how when the one friend got married, uh, 
they came home from their bachelor party with scratches down their back at 7.30 a.m. Oh, my goodness. So there was a little bit of tea. A bit of drama. The tea okay. was exceptional that day. <laughs> so there was, like, a little bit of drama between the couples where it's like, you can't tell us what to do with our bachelorette party because when you went to your bachelor party, you came home with scratches down your back. So Robin and I are obviously... We were wrestling. Yeah. We were wrestling in the parking lot. That's funny. The one guy goes, dude, it was his dog. It was his dog. And the dog's adding some ambiance to this right now. <laughs> the dog was scratching my back. It wasn't anything else. Like, that's all it was. Anyways, it was very clear to me that they may have had a lady of the night with them. A lady of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least what they were implying. So, um, anyways, it was ridiculous. Then she started talking about how she's like, I need to lose 150 pounds before my wedding. Oh my God. Now, let me be clear. My wedding's in three months. Let <laughs> me be clear. I'm a husky boy. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a super skinny dude. I would never um, shame somebody for, for being wherever they're at in their, in their journey. Yeah. Okay. But it is hard to lose 150 pounds before yeah, that, a wedding. That's not like... That's, that's. I think it's a little... That's not like, oh, I want to lose 15 pounds. Sure. My 100%. Oh, poor girl. I lost a little bit of weight before my wedding. Um, I probably gained it back in Florida, <laughs> thankfully. Um, but, like, it's, it's insane. You will not lose 150 pounds before a wedding. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, Unless she kind of... one of those, like, Oprah journeys. <laughs> 100%. She kind of had a little bit of, like... Uh, Jared from Subway vibe. Okay, yeah. Minus the criminal stuff. <laughs> but anyways. We don't know. She talks through a hockey game. <laughs> yeah. She's a psychopath. <laughs> can't rule it out. <laughs> so anyways, this goes on. Um, the game itself was good, but it was it was infuriating. I yeah. was so annoyed. And I did something I never thought I would do. Which is? After we left the game, the game was over. Robin and I finish our beers, whatever. We're headed out to the concourse. There's a mural of a panther um so obviously we were like oh let's take a photo with it uh we'll post it on twitter and her and her fiance were walking out with us because they were right in front of us in the row and they go hey guys uh do you mind taking a photo of us in front of the mural and i said i'm not doing that oh my god and that was like the- to try and butt you <laughs> It wasn't that. even about that. I was just so irritated. Yeah, like that no fucking way. I was like, I'm not doing this nice thing for you. I can't. Yeah, why? I, I, in my heart of hearts, I know that it was mean and it was petty, but... Um, no, dude, you need to teach these people a lesson. Don't fucking talk during hockey games. Yeah, that's Have that. fun. Drink beer. Cheer. That's texting during a movie. A little bit of chatting is. is cool, but like, don't yell three people over when I'm just trying to... And the people beside us didn't catch their names. At one point, the girl goes, is this chick going to shut the fuck up? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes queen. queen. <laughs> I was like, so about it. But just anyways. some back context to the story, you guys. Chris and I, there's very few people that Chris and I can watch sports with because we need to true. sit and watch sports. Yes. I like, if someone asks me like, oh, let's go and watch the game or like, come on over and watch the game. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, no, that's okay. Yeah. I'd rather gnaw my own foot off yeah. than watch a game with somebody that I have no idea how to watch a game with. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think that there's almost a unspoken like let's enjoy this yeah let's talk during commercials yeah absolutely. i'm good with that but anyways it is what it is uh panthers game uh was sick now as we were leaving something i have not experienced uh in any facet in my life is tailgating have you ever done tailgating before i have done tailgating does someone do tailgating or do they take part in tailgating um can't tailgating is not a verb is it i went tailgating yeah okay so it works all right i think so I actually, so I've never like, so I've never tailgated. Yeah. But I've like walked. Sorry about that. So I've never actually tailgated. Yeah. But I've walked through the Bills Mafia tailgate. Okay. A number of times. I love and, it. And um, holy shit. Like these the Bills fans are already crazy, but when you let them drink all day in, a, in like a controlled environment. Yeah. It like 
just gets mayhem. It's scary. Yeah. It's dark. I can just imagine all the Florida boomers that have been, like, drinking since fucking 7 a.m. after their round of golf. Yeah, they they tailgate there. That's a thing. Um, not something that I had really experienced to this point in my life. So, of course, the game ends, and then everyone just goes into the parking lot. I didn't go tailgate. I wasn't invited to tailgate, <laughs> so Robin and I just left. But... Yeah, it was it was definitely an experience. Slam some white claw in the parking lot. I didn't, but we did get white claw at Costco the following day. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did, uh, and then of course we left Palm Beach, went to Kissimmee, just outside of Orlando. Did Universal, went to the Harry Potter world. Butterbeer had the butterbeer, which is incredible for those of you guys who have had it. It is unlike anything I've ever had before. Really good. Um, we went to Magic Kingdom, and then, you know, we did Hollywood Studios, Epcot, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it was awesome. I'm happy to be back. Um, everything is cool there. But it's very, it's weird because, of course, when you leave the, um, it's it's hard to explain you're almost on like a bit of a high when you're there because yeah. there's just so much stuff to do and there's so many people. And it's so intense. It's, and it's yeah, and like Drake was talking about like the theming, yeah. which is theming is kind of a word I guess they use to describe certain areas of the park. So like the Harry Potter theming is like, you know, completely over the top, right? Um, I was looking forward to the Jurassic Park one, but it's like under construction right now, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but you know, even as a somewhat Harry Potter fan, like I read the books when I was a kid, they were banned from my Catholic school from, you know, for, for wizardry and witchcraft and, you know, Satan and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird scenario that way, but yeah, we had a blast, uh, happy to be back. Um, but the weather is shit in comparison. I was saying to people at work, like, I've got a sunburn on my back, but I come here and it's, yeah, it's a foot of snow, but, um, have you, yeah, you did Disney, right? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like it's, it's like, it really is an experience like no other, like it's, you can't describe it unless you've been there. Like there's like when you talk about like a detective and the detective like leaves no stone unturned. Yeah. Disney like leaves no stone unturned. Like if you lift up like the garbage bins like inside of the garbage bins are like tailored to like whatever area of the park they're in yeah like, yeah it's it's honestly crazy and even from a um how would i describe it even from like a setup perspective of like not not only like the park itself but um you know for example it rains for a bit people are walking by as soon as it ranges, like wiping off the benches so that yeah. there's no rain on them. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, who does that? Well, you know, so underneath Disney... Yeah. I'm not sure if Drake, like, told you all this, is all, like... The seventh layer of hell. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, got it, got it. it. <laughs> it's all, like... Like, it's like the path in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's basically, like, a whole other world under Disney... Yeah. ...that, like, has all the cast members, all, like, the... Yeah. ...maintenance, like, all everything that's just, like, always churning, right? I love like, it. Yeah. That's got to be, like, a gritty crime drama underneath <laughs> Disney. But, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, if any of you guys are thinking about going, if you have kids or don't have kids, like, I, I'd recommend going. Don't go if you have kids because the the bill that you'll foot. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's the other thing. Like, we're obviously so appreciative that we had the, the free vouchers, but, like... It's it's insane how much money people spend to go there. So we, we really lucked out that way. But yeah, we went when I was a kid. Um, yeah. We went in 1997. Um, I was eight. Wow. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't really remember much. Like I remember driving with my grandparents and then my uh, older cousin and then a cousin that's a, like the same age as me. They took all the like the older grandkids to Disney um at that time and all i remember was driving with my nana and papa all the way to florida and we drove too and we went so it's kind of nostalgic in that sense and i remember the cassette 
jagged little pill had come out. Um, I don't know if it had come out like recent, like I don't know even know what year it came out, but I know that we listened to that album about 700 fucking oh times my because my cousin Vicky had it. Um, now, there are some controversial lines on a few of those songs, and I think it's funny that my grandparents would have heard them and let an eight-year-old kiss, like an eight-year-old kid listen to... I don't know how you could listen to Alanis Morissette 700 times over. And and not hear some of the subtle... Well, not hear it, but just handle her voice. 100%. (laughs) But like, you know, the, the intro song this week, you know, there's lyrics in that song that I always recite to Robin because I didn't know that they were in the song when I was a kid. And then I, I listened to them as a 30-year-old man, and I'm like, would dirty. you go down on me in a theater? And I'm like, okay, here we are. Um, that's that's how I foreplay. That's, yeah. that's my dirty talking as I just use Alanis Morissette lines. 100%. But anyways, is she a legend? Absolutely. Should little children listen to that song? Probably yeah, not. Absolutely not. Also, I feel like you go down on someone in a theater. Um there may be some repercussions. So one time, here we go in university. Yeah, I was waiting to take a flight. Yeah, and my shuttle, like the one shuttle, like from like downtown Toronto, like at Union Station, to go to Pearson Airport, was like canceled. So I had to wait like two and a half hours for another shuttle. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go to a movie by myself in the middle of the day. It was like three in the afternoon. Yeah. Went to Rainbow Cinemas, uh, like on Front Street. And you have to go like down into the cinema. And I went down and I watched that movie with Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis, like the cop out one or whatever. Or oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know the movie, but I know of it. Funny yeah. movie. And I'm like sitting down. I'm the only one in the theater. It's the middle of the day on like a Tuesday. Yeah. And like 45 minutes in, this guy comes and sits in my row. There's like a whole theater. He sits in my row, like 15 seats down. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. This is like when someone like stands beside you to piss. Yeah. And there's all this room. Exactly. exactly I had to explain that to Robin the other day. She's like, oh yeah, there is a urinal story I have to tell on this. <laughs> Remember I told you? And I was, I didn't write it down because I was like, oh, it'll come up naturally. You finish your story. I've got a story about Disney that is genuinely disturbing. I don't even know if I can tell the story on the podcast. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll pressure test it live. We'll... Yeah, we'll pre- okay. Anyway, so, so you go down on a guy in a theater. <laughs> well, no, I'm sitting. And I'm like weirded out. I'm like already weirded out that he's he's sitting down in my row. And Rainbow Cinemas works like it's kind of like the old Bayfield Cinemas where like you go in and like there's basically like four seats here and then an aisle and the rest of the seats here and then they like back against the wall. So if like someone sits in your row, you can't get out unless like they stand up and let you out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like sitting there and like, okay, this guy sit down. Then five minutes later, this chick comes in, gives him a blow job. Wow. And I'm like, that's love, baby. I'm like doing the whole, like looking through my fingers (laughs) with my hand up. Yeah. You had like the old Pee Wee Herman going, you're just beating it up or what? Yeah, so I start masturbating. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I think I'm 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah, so you're hard. You're hard. <laughs> and so I have no idea what to do because I'm like, I can't just get up and leave. And I'm like, I'll like cause a scene if I like climb into the seats or anything. You like spread your like your fingers like a little bit wider. You're like, Jamie, Ben, what are you doing here? I didn't know you went down on a theater. No, he didn't go down. She went down. Oh, right. Yes. Because Jamie doesn't go down. Yeah. Are you perverted like me? Yeah. No, I know. So, yeah. I had to sit through it. I was like, I've never, like, stared at a screen so intensely in my whole life. Oh, my God. And it's just Tracy Morgan being so extra. And you're like, oh, my God. I'm oddly turned on right now. So, yeah. That was the that was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me yeah. in a theater. For sure. When Robin and I were there, you know, she, the one thing I love about her so much is that she has no problem just, like, asking questions about, like, oh, like, tell me about, like, what what's a men's bathroom like? And we talk about these things because my understanding is that women's bathrooms are absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah, I heard that. She always tells me, she's like, there's, like, piss and shit and... 
fucking blood and snot and like all these different things everywhere all over the walls like it's disgusting so she's like our men's bathrooms is bad because a couple times on our trip she went into the men's bathroom because the women's bathroom was just out of commish like disgusting so and she's like she's good with it and i'm good with it like the end of the day she's got to pee girls got to pee let her do her thing right but like you know, she's like, why Why was there separation between men and the urinals? I don't understand. And I'm like, well, you know, you want to, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a pissing contest, sweetie. <laughs> no, I, I said that, you know, like we want to give each other space. I, something you hoser fans may not know, I'm very pee shy. Oh, no way. So if I'm in a, if I'm in like a cineplex situation where there's people leaving the theater and they got to pee before they head home and there's many people in the row. I will not be able to pee if there's two people standing beside Oh, wow. Me. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. And it's not like a dominance thing or anything. It's just, you I like, just, I get nervous for like some reason. like your zone when you pee. Yeah. And I have to like psych myself up. I'm like, go ahead and pee, buddy. You're doing a great job. Look at you. Look at you. You can pee. You're better than these other men. I like my house. <laughs> yeah. I like my cousins. Yeah. I like my yeah, hair. it's kind of <laughs> like that. And then when I do that, they're always like, "Get the fuck out of here! Uh, <laughs> get off the counter! Get off the counter!" Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's so weird. So, anyways, Drake and I. This is a very difficult story for me to tell. <laughs> okay, I got to tell it though. You guys held each other's dicks while you peed. What? Funny you say that. <laughs> so Drake and I are in. Where were we? I think we were in Epcot. Yeah, we were in Epcot. They have this beautiful food and wine festival where you yeah. like kind of walk from different kiosks. And of course, I didn't want that. I wanted a slice of pizza. So we went to the food court at Epcot. <laughs> okay. And uh, Drake and I are like kind of shooting the shit. We're about to go on this ride called Soren, which is sick. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, there might be a line. Like, let's just do a quick pee before we wait in line, right? Because half of Disney is waiting in line, yeah. by the way. Make sure you get your fast passes. I love Soren, the big, like... Yeah, you've done it. Yeah, it's yeah. so cool, right? So and I heard the Avatar one's, like, kind of similar to it. Excuse me. So, so funny. We go to the bathroom, and if you're in the bathroom with a buddy, you still give a urinal. Yeah. Right? You still give a urinal. You still keep the convo going. Yeah. I do think it's weird when men talk between stalls. Yeah. That's kind of a weird move. If you're both, like, taking a dump. But, like, if you're pissing, it's it's fine, right? Little bathroom etiquette here, right? Yeah. So, a little bit of peeing going on. And then, of course, you see a man come in with his two kids. And both the kids were boys. And the boys were, I would guess, grade two, grade three, maybe. Um, And then I saw... One of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. This man brought his two children to the urinal and had them piss into the urinal, the same urinal, at the same time. Like a sword fight? Like a sword fight. That's fine. He was holding the swords. No, he wasn't. Swear to God. Fuck off. So I'm leaving to go wash my hands. I turn around see this guy. You're like, dude, don't cross the street. You never cross the streets. (laughs) And I literally looked at Drake. I said, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably going to be served in two weeks. I I couldn't believe it, dude. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a little much. That's weird, right? Yeah. Did you report them to fucking (laughs) Disney police? Maybe I should have. Yeah. You get the Disney police is just goofy. He's like, you guys got to get out of here. (laughs) You can't be holding You can't be. Put the weapons away. I can't do a goofy impression. But anyways, it was the most disturbing thing I ever saw. Holy So of fuck. course I tell Robin, and she's like, I don't fucking believe that. That's disgusting. Why would someone do that? And I'm thinking, like, when you're a kid and you, you're, like, not potty trained yet, yeah, it's not weird for your parents to take you into the stall and wait for you to do your business. I'd never seen this before. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. We were in Florida. Yeah, that's So, true. you know, Florida man. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, Google... Your birthday, then Florida man. Yeah, and, and enjoy some crazy stories. It was disturbing. Yeah, um, and like I'm not a dad, right? Yeah. So like I don't know if that's like a dad move, but it didn't seem like a dad move. Maybe they had. 
There's no, and also the kids were old enough that they could have pissed on their own. Yeah. And and that's where I'm kind of like. And it's a theme park bathroom. Like piss on the walls if you want. Like. And it's also there's 40 people in this bathroom. Oh my god. So, anyways, it is what it is. It was genuinely disturbing. Um, but that's why we have Alanis, baby. <laughs> anyways, we're about 40 minutes in. Haven't talked about hockey at all. Not at all. Do, should we talk about it? Sure, we can talk about. Let's some talk hockey. about it. So a couple things. Um, maybe I'll put in the notes. We start talking about hockey at 36 minutes. Right about now okay so hockey hockey hardcore hockey talk there we go some things happened while i was away yeah some pretty big things um and you guys touched on them so i don't think we really need to dig it up yeah uh the fabry trade i'm told is a good one yeah you guys know i have a friend of a family member who works for the blues and saw him today and he was very sure that jacob de la rose is what they needed okay well there we go. Bold statement. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm there yet when I saw Fabry put up a two-piece on the power play the other night. In Detroit. In Detroit. Um, so that's interesting. Um, but we got to talk about the Don Cherry stuff. Yeah. So we got to talk about it. Um, because of this, there are some changes uh, to some stuff that's happened. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, Puck's also... In- He's worked up about the He's a little worked thing. up about it. <laughs> he doesn't know how to feel. Yeah. But I'll tell you how I feel about it. As you guys know, and we're not the first people to talk about it, but I, I do think it's important that we touch on it. Um, uh, Hosers is, for me, um, a hockey podcast that I get to uh, be a part of with my two best friends every week. But we're also a podcast that has played into the Canadian side of us being Canadian and uh, being hosers, as it were. Um, the remarks that were made by Don Cherry the other night were disgusting. Yeah. Um, if you think that those comments um, that he made were okay, um, I, I can't respectfully disagree with you. I, I think you're wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and I'd need to share that. I think... Um, hindsight's twenty twenty. We have seen um, a little bit of recourse, obviously, from the actions and the statements um, that were made um, by him and you know uh, Ron McLean by proxy. And really, at the end of the day, were there things that were said that um, I do agree with to an extent? Yes. Um, but the, the racist, malicious comments that were made to hurt people, yeah. they were very targeted to a group of people. Um, you just, you can't come back from that. So yeah. I'm not surprised he was fired. Do I think that, uh, it was a good thing that he was fired? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm completely at peace with it. I do think that, um, and, and I want to make sure I'm very clear when I say this, the sentiment that... Canadians need to be buying more poppies and Canadians um, need to be uh, respectful and remembering the people who gave their life for our country and all of the great things that we have as Canadians. I agree with the sentiment that Canadians as a whole should be doing that. Absolutely. Where it gets tricky is that and, and we're not the first people to say this, they're the people that he considers to be Canadians, and then there are actual Canadians as a whole. And I think you know what I mean when I say that. What's he, really... He doesn't see it as a mosaic. Is the... No. What makes us great Canadians in 2019 is the diversity. Yeah. Full stop, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really troubling that he said that. I can also share two things. One, there are just as many white, Protestant catholic christian you name it people who are not buying poppies so it is not specific to a particular group like he had alluded to the other night that are not buying them yeah first things first i can also share with you that i had to get my passport recently because i lost it and needed it for my vacation i'll also share with you that i watched new canadians being um, celebrated, not sworn in, but I don't know what the terminology is, when they become Canadians. And I can tell you that every single person that walked down those stairs in front of me as I was on my way up them, 
people of all different color, of all different backgrounds, were all wearing poppies. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to me that he sees things the way that he does. I heard uh, a colleague of mine say something the other day, uh, and I questioned it, and I think I'm, I'm starting to understand it a little bit more. The biggest problem of all of this, he's gone now. Yeah. It doesn't make the hurt go away for the people who felt that, and for them, I truly feel for them. The problem is, is that Don Cherry has been the racist uncle that people have growing up, and yeah. it's the same type of personality that they say something unbecoming of them, and we are complicit because we didn't say anything about it before. Yeah, that is the biggest problem yeah. as far as I'm concerned because of course all of this has come out now and everybody's upset about it as they should be but it's like why were we not talking about this in the late 70s early 80s up until now this has been going on for a long time oh, absolutely. and I'm just as much as fault for it as anybody who continued to celebrate him as a Canadian icon who continued to buy his DVDs who continued to support the hockey teams that he owned etc and it's like if anything this is this is a fucking reality check for Canada man oh it absolutely like I've been saying for over a decade that he's not the right face for hockey like he's been and it's and i'm glad that it happened because it was it was just a matter of time before somebody snapped and he pissed off a group of people he just so happened to piss off half of canada yeah like and that's like when you're the face of like canada's sport and you piss off half of canada you did a pretty fucking bad job right yeah and 100 percent and it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Like, it's, yes, I, like, his family, I'm sure, like, I honestly don't know much about his family, because I could care less about Don Cherry, yeah. and I haven't for a very long time, because I think he was a, a toxic piece of the, the puzzle for for Canada and hockey for a very long time. Yeah. I, I liked him when he was in Rock'em Sock'em when I was a kid, because that was, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um as did everybody because we didn't really know left from right well i don't think we understood the significance of the shit that he was saying no and not not. and and like let's be clear too interesting to go back and watch all the rock'em sock'ems to see what's in there 100 percent. but like let's be clear that he has gone after french canadians he's gone after canadians who wore visors he's gone after russians like he went after nikita zaitsev this past summer and said what i believe to be xenophobic comments if you really dig into the shit that he would spew a journalist is supposed to be like very like passionately unbiased like and he's like going on air in like boston bruins like clothes and like yeah he's just a a terrible journalism Mm -hmm. (laughs) a fucking racist yeah old world man Mm -hmm. and it was or terrible journalist i think it's a terrible journalism but like it's just been a it's been a long time coming and he finally pissed off the set of people that mm-hmm. had enough voice to mm-hmm. like give him what he deserved right sure and i think where you know there are different opinions on this and and listen this is a dialogue yeah this is our podcast i'll have this conversation with anybody oh absolutely um like you can't negate the fact that he did add to the game and help yeah i'm the sure game. he did like, but but I think where we're at now, and you know, there's this hockey is for everyone. Let's grow the game. That's great. Yeah. And, and I think the sentiment there is it is probably a good one. Um, it, it and I say probably because I want hockey to be successful. But I also say probably because it's not affordable. It's not available for people in marginalized communities. Yeah. There there there's a lot of things there that make it difficult to kind to, to kind of swallow that way. People are finally starting to talk up like talk up about the accessibility of hockey. Like the old CEO of Bauer. Hundred like percent. On LinkedIn, calling out the current CEO of Bauer. Yeah. Saying what the hell are you doing with prices? There's kids that need to play the game. It just but- can't. It can't happen, and it's it's a shame. Like I. I uh, I'm really lucky to work with a lot, like a very diverse group of people, and I had to explain who Don Cherry was to a, a pretty new Canadian, yeah. landed immigrant, very new to Canada, oh, no. and I had to explain who this fucking clown is and yeah. why he's made 
me feel like shit because he's making everybody else feel like shit. Yeah. Um, and, and it Donald is. It's Trump of the hockey world. It's like it's it. disgusting, man. Right. Yeah. Um, I do. You know, there there's there's some opinions that people have um, on the on the Canadian military, and um, there are some some uh, opinions that I. Um, I have some very strong opinions about the Canadian military. Um, my entire mom's side of the family is military. I have a tremendous amount of love and respect for people uh, who are actively serving or people that ha- have served. Um, and I think, no, I don't think, I know that you can find so many things wrong about what Don Cherry said leading to his termination from Sportsnet and still be supportive of the fact that we all need to be celebrating the people who have, have died for Canada, right? Absolutely. Well, that's why and in any like nation state, why they're there is because of their military, right? Like 100%. As much as people don't like war and conflict or anything like mm-hmm. that, you can't negate the fact that somebody went and gave their life so that somebody else can enjoy a freedom or a liberty sure. or something. And and I will say that I, uh, although I didn't agree with it, if there's any positive to the dialogue that people are having about poppies and about it's more what's gone on, lately, right? it is it is a perspective that I didn't really know about and hearing people talk about, you know, imperialism and things like that. Listen, Canada is not squeaky clean by any stretch <laughs> canada has a lot of skeletons yeah, in their closet rug sweepers in canada 100 percent. so that doesn't negate the fact that canada has a dark history yeah um Everyone and does, though. like it's what i'm trying to say is is that i think really the learn for me was that we need to be celebrating each other being a little bit better to each other as best as we possibly can um Don Mc, uh, Don McLean, Ron McLean, um, also came out with an apology that I thought was well said. Um, it's a shame that he has kind of stood by Don time and time again. Um, almost maybe not able to, to, to say, no, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's okay. Um, you started to see a little bit of it towards the end. But this has been going on for a while. Well, yeah, and I think I think Ron was just like afraid of the floodgates he would open if he disagreed, right? Live on TV, yeah, yeah. probably. It's 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 a difficult part of the conversation, but you know we are collectively um, as a as a team uh, about giving people um, the opportunity to, to enjoy hockey and not feel the way that Don made them feel on Saturday night. Well, it's great. One of like one of the biggest viewerships of the NHL is the the Punjabi broadcast. Yes. Like, one of the best broadcasts, period. Yeah, like even though I don't speak it, the, the excitement is Yeah, it's insane. It's in, it's insane. And so like for like someone who's so close to the game to think that like he can talk to like a very active important and like necessary audience like that like it's even just from a business standpoint it's stupid yeah let alone culturally and morally and ethically and everything Mm -hmm. like that which it like checks all the boxes like Mm -hmm. he's just not a smart guy no no and i don't i don't know what happens i think it's interesting that he's basically doubled down on what he said there's interviews now where he's like i don't regret it yeah he's like i meant it yeah which is like okay like yeah you know what like at least i will give him that like he's not backpedaling like he's an asshole and he's owning that he's an asshole like he's not trying to wash it up and be like oh like you know what like i i meant it like this and, yeah like not trying to fight his way back into mm-hmm. it or but it's still like it's still wrong oh it's absolutely wrong. and that's what that's I'm just glad that, like, he didn't backpedal, so no one's giving him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Like, now we know. For sure. This is what you are. Sorry, that's what I'm, like... No, I, I, I know what you're that. saying. I, I get what you're saying. Like, now, now like, because if he tried to backpedal or, like, spin it a different way... Right. ...and get... There's a little bit of credence of, like, oh, he's good. Yeah. He's good again. Yeah, right? or, like, he can go somewhere else or something like that. that right. Just, like, that took him off TV and took him out of the... 
out of the the community completely and that's what was needed you know Mm -hmm. so i'm glad that those secondary interviews came up because they like really showed everybody what an actual piece of shit he is not just like something that could have been misinterpreted or like he made a mistake online or on air right definitely yeah no that's that's a huge chunk of it for sure um now there has been as expected a lot of conversation a lot of people sharing you know their thoughts uh and and we're certainly not in the minority of people who you know think that this is okay i think we've made very clear our stance on things yeah we did want to let everybody know that uh due to some circumstances and some things that have gone on uh over the last week that we've made the decision to uh move away from nation network um those of you guys who are uh in the know or you know were able to refresh your twitter feed a couple times over the last couple of days uh you'll know that our friend uh rams was um very uh, wrongly uh, let go um, from Flames Nation, uh, and we stand with our friend Rams, and uh, we just we just can't associate with them uh, at this time. Thomas uh, has left. Um, he made a, a a quick tweet about that the other night, letting people know that he's gone. Um, and we stand behind Thomas. We stand behind Ramina. We stand behind everybody who is going through this terrible thing uh and we're all just trying to pick up the pieces and figure out what we got to do to to help those people so um that's really all we want to really say on that i think we've been pretty clear about uh where we stand on everything as we end the episode this has been a bit of a light episode got a little bit heavy but i do (laughs) think it's important to talk about yeah absolutely and i wanted to say that I believe that there needs to be a more conscious effort to to fix this. So what I mean by that is we've now gone through these remarks being made to people sharing their viewpoint on it, to him getting fired, to people continuing to share that, to people getting persecuted and ridiculed for their opinion on that very scenario rightly or wrongly and depending on who you are and what you believe in and now what i'm proposing is what is sportsnet going to do to fix it Uh, well they have the golden ticket now like there's an opportunity to fill Mm -hmm. like there's there's that like old adage like when one door closes another opens Mm -hmm. like no one's been able to do anything about hockey night in canada because don cherry was an immovable force right right even though there were rumors about him like not coming back this year with all the budget cuts, Kiprios leaving, um, you yeah. know, other other you know, Doug McLean leaving, like there's that I, kind of thing. I think had he not said anything to this extent, he would have stayed until they put up his obituary. Like I think Coach's yeah. Corner was his casket and he was gonna be there. Like regard like he would have paid for himself to be there. Like yeah. he needed his platform, right? Yeah. And so like it's and that's the only thing that energized him like he's like a frail old guy yeah on tv he's just like lively energetic like that's the only way he gets to like really live yeah what i mean and so but they have this golden opportunity now because they've wanted out for so long Mm -hmm. i think they've realized like you can tell like even in the last like five years or so whenever something would run off the rails, McLean would be like, let's uh, watch this clip about... Yeah. And then Coach's Corner just turns into, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. You know what I mean? Right. So now they have an opportunity to take Hockey Night in Canada back and take Coach's Corner back and really, like, paint a new face on hockey. Right. And so there's something... Maybe it's strong bonus tight suits. Maybe it's... Yeah. I, I, here, here's what I will throw out there. And I haven't heard anybody say it yet. So it's my idea. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, is that, you know, do we need another white old man? No. Like, talking head. And and, and that's like kind of where I'm like... Like Subban's been guest starring. Maybe you need a Subban or maybe you need a... I don't even know if you need a player. I, I think for me... 
what I think would be cool is the idea of hometown hockey to me is yeah. very cool. Um, some of you guys may know Cody, a buddy of mine who I played in bands with. Um, he's like one of the main sound guys for hometown hockey, traveling all over Canada, promoting the game to every nook and cranny, which includes every type of Canadian, which is what makes it so great, right? Um, the difficult part about uh, a lot of this is that we're seeing... Um, a lot of people who feel persecuted for the comments that he made um, feeling even worse about it. Maybe not as motivated to, to follow their dreams and, and, and go a little bit further that way. What I would propose is if they decide to keep Ron, mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool to see a rolling um, different guest every so often yeah. uh, roll through um, and maybe that's somebody who can add a different perspective on all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, I think hometown hockey is great. And don't get me wrong. I love Tara Sloan. I think she's a great co-host and a babe. I love Tara Schwing. Sloan. Uh, <laughs> she rated very high in the stroke ability. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's beautiful. I've, I've heard like really great th- stories about her too. Like people absolutely love her on top of being like an absolute rock star. Right. What I think they need to look at doing is bringing in, uh, you know, more people of color, more people who can add to the to the conversation in places that maybe that hasn't happened before. Yeah. What would it look like to get, you know, some of these bright, intelligent people on there and not just go the easy route? Like the easy route is let's put Brian Burke there. Yeah. Let's get some more truculence and all of this stuff yeah, and, and hope hundred percent and hope that people are like, yeah. it's like Don, but it's not Don. Well, people forget Don never really made it. Like he was a coach. Right. But as a hockey player, he never really made it. And as a coach, he was never a winning coach. I guess like, my thought is, is could they could they do something with it where it's not just eight minutes of hot takes yeah, and no. nonsense? Like, could, could they constructive hockey. Sure. Like could they give a platform to somebody who could go a little bit further with it? You know, like yeah. David Amber, for example. I think he's brilliant. He's had a bit more of a pronounced role with Sportsnet uh, over the last few years. I know people have talked about Ray Ferraro. He would be interesting. I guess it would just, it would be cool to see like a carousel of different people adding or, their perspective. Like take from like the, the stable of writers for The Athletic that like analyze the game sure. like, to such a minute level that like given the like platform to speak about it they can or just open... teach us something that's new. what i mean you know they what i mean open the eyes yeah, to, like, let's all talk about it of the game right for sure i even think you know who i the first person that came to mind when all this shit went on is that i hope cassie campbell pascal gets a shot a shot yeah like the woman is absolutely brilliant yeah and yes she does some rinkside stuff some studio stuff but like give the platform to her right or give the platform to somebody else but there's uh, a little bit too much testosterone in there they never have you know or like even like a carolyn uh pardon me caroline cameron she's she's great her hockey coverage is like second to none jackie redmond like any of these people that could do really great work um how do they how do they do it i don't know but I think that um, there has to be a positive that comes out of all this negativity. Yeah, there needs to be, just, needs to be there like, has to be. There, it needs to be like an American Idol or something. Like something, oh. some sort of like contest or like even if they like they roll them until they like find the one or something. Like sure. That, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, it's got to be somebody who can add value to the conversation. And I'm not sure that Don, Don Cherry has added any value to the conversation. For years. For a long time. For yeah. a very long time. But um, that's that's kind of that. It's a good take. Hopefully this one goes viral. And wow. they hear the take. And they're like, wow, Chris Killingsworth. Did you listen to the episode where he was talking about the people peeing in the urinal at the same time? <laughs> same episode. Where dads were holding dicks. <laughs> but in any case, <laughs> here's what... <laughs> Here's what I can tell you. Um, yes, some things have changed. We're not going to be working with the Nation Network anymore. Um, we are still the hottest unsigned podcast in the hockey universe. Um, so, you know, in the words of, uh, who was it? If you want to come and get it, uh, Selena Gomez, maybe? Oh, is it? Maybe. I was going to say uh, in the words of Andy Mattresses. 
Any map. Oh, yeah. In the words of the Game Time app, would you guess that you could get the cheaper tickets three days or three hours before the event? Game Time. Join us next time to find out. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, um, I just I just think, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to, to use our platform and just try and talk about the good that can come of this. It's very easy to get caught up in all of the negativity that surrounds it and i believe there's a lot of it and there will be for a long time and rightfully so but let's talk about the solution yeah because i think at the end of the day we are collectively as a group giving this conversation more and more time to air itself out and, and 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 continue to have the country divided essentially oh, on all of this. We need to talk about what we're going to do to fix it and make sure it doesn't happen. Well, again. yeah, whether like people want to admit it or not, like Don Cherry in that coach's corner, that was like a pillar in the Cathedral of Canada, right? 100%. And now there's one that needs to be. We're repainting it. Yeah, well, we just need to reconstruct a pillar so that like that structure doesn't fall down. You know yeah. what I mean? And so whether they want to admit it or not, like that, like it was an integral piece of our like nationalism and our like our pride and everything like that or like is that we had this thing that was Mm -hmm. like on the global scale right yeah and so now we need to find the proper like you said the proper voice for that global scale absolutely all right buddy we did it great chat we're going to be back later this week, guys. We're going to have Thomas back with us. Well, a bit more hard-hitting hockey talk. Yeah. Around. Thanks for listening, guys, and we will be back with you later. Have a good one. Bye, guys. It's not fair.